0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Myths Podcast. My name is Aaron. And I'm Tobari. Thanks for joining us today. I think we got a good one again here. Uh, We're going to tackle the myth that retargeting is only for retail businesses. So I like retargeting a lot. I think it's a really cool tactic. It's really interesting. Sometimes I think it gets a bad rap just because people can use it to be a little bit creepy. Uh, But T, what do you think about this myth? So I
1: think that this myth is false. Like I think that retail businesses maybe the most prominent type of businesses to use um, we're targeting, but I think that other businesses that fall outside of that scope can really find some good value in this.
0: Yeah. I think, I think, I think I get why this myth is out there because we do see it a lot in retail, but what about like B2B or or other type of businesses? I mean, that's what we're going to talk through today.
1: Yeah. So, before we jump right into this, first, I kind of want to like lay out an outline of what a retail business is. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people, when they think of the term retail businesses, they think of businesses that fall into categories like grocery stores, um, drug stores, department stores or convenience stores. And those are like retail, retail. Like you can go in, you can pick something off the shelf. You can pay for it and get on your way. Like, like brick those, and,
0: brick and mortar.
1: Brick and mortar. They have an actual product you can buy. Um, but that's just what most people think of. But I think that while those are examples of stores that can use retargeting, one of the best examples that everybody thinks about whenever they think about retargeting on the online digital world, is going to be a kind of store. doesn't necessarily have to be brick and mortar, but they have robust product pages online, kind of like Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go on Amazon, you type in something like hunting gear and then, A day later, more times than not, 20 minutes later, you see that same hunting gear later on the internet while you're browsing on eBay or any other website that has Google
0: assets set up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've all, I think, definitely come across that or run into that. But so I've heard the difference. So there's there's remarketing and there's retargeting. Um, T, is there any difference between those two words?
1: You know, that's a really good question. And. I had to look into
0: this a little bit more to figure
1: out if there was a difference because I was one of those people who usually use this word interchangeably. Yeah. Um, But there is a slight difference. Um, I found that retargeting is mostly used to continue serving ads to potential customers based off cookies online, while remarketing is gonna be more centered around email marketing. So there is a slight difference there, but for this case study, I think let's focus on actually retargeting yeah for this
0: myth i think we've all maybe run into remarketing where like if you put something in your cart online and you don't buy it and then you get an email that's a form of remarketing
1: yeah and i'm gonna get off subject here a little bit but that form of remarketing is very effective uh i use it a lot when i'm online shopping for clothes i put the stuff in my cart and then i just leave it in there for a couple days and usually I get a, hey, here's 10% off email that somehow they got my email address through the powers of remarketing. So
0: You're working the system.
1: I am. But don't tell, don't tell Google. All right. <laughs> so
0: let's go through some case studies uh, that remarketing is you know most primarily used for.
1: Sure thing. So here are the two main case uses that I usually see people use retargeting for. The first thing they used to do is stay on top of mind. That's the one thing that we like to tell, uh, you know, B2B people that come in here looking for digital advertising services right away. Like you want to stay on top of your mind of your potential customers because when they first come to your website, they may not be ready to buy right away. They may just be doing in the product research phase and they're going to check out your stuff. They're going to check out your competitors product and price match and check out different quality of it. But you don't want them to forget about why your product is the product they should be choosing. So that's the first thing that I usually we usually see in the B two B market. So All that right. doesn't necessarily apply to retail. Like, um, but you also want to build brand awareness. Um, now, if we we're targeting people, they're obviously on your website, so they kind of already know about your brand and they seen you from somewhere and went to your website. Hopefully, it was from an ad. But now that you're using retargeting, you can continue to educate them and inform them about new or old services that you're going to offer that you want to promote. They may come to your website and they know about, oh, your carpet cleaning service, but they also don't know that you do full house cleaning. And that's something that you can use retargeting to. You say, okay, um, this person went to this page on my website. They looked deeply and for quite a long time at my carpet cleaning services. So. From there, um, you can probably infer that they have a house. That's something that you maybe safely infer. It might be off base, but that's a little case study example. From there, okay, they have a carpet, they have carpet in a home. So maybe they are also interested in full home service or home cleaning. So you can continue to show them different services that you offer and stay on top of their mind and try to get them to continue to engage with your brand. Mm-hmm. So as I said earlier, you know, one of the things we like to tell our clients is that the one tactic that you should always have running year round is retargeting. Cause you want, regardless of what industry you're in, you want to stay on top of the mind of these potential consumers. You want to make sure that when they think of a service they need, they're thinking of you and your business and, That's something that we push hard here at Key Media, and I just want to make sure that, you know, that doesn't necessarily apply to retail um, businesses, as this myth is about, Mm -hmm. but like B2B service brands and custom companies like that.
0: Yeah. And we know that everybody that comes to your website, not every single person is going to reach out to you, yeah. right? Or ask to be contacted, whether you're retail, whether you're a plumber, whether you're B2B, whatever that is, and some of them might, and we want them to hopefully through your web website, you know, they will, but they're most likely going to check your competitors or they're going to do some other research or they had a little bit of time, you know, at lunch that they wanted to do some research. So how do you get those people to come back? Well, retargeting is a really good way to do that. So, to, you know, I'm a numbers guy, right? As we've said in other, other podcast episodes. So let's, do, you have, do you have any numbers? How do these retargeting ads, how they, how they can affect purchase decisions and things?
1: For sure. So let's set the stage right at the bat. So um, customers that are retargeted are three times more likely to click on your ad than people who haven't interacted with your business before. According to this article I found by InvestPro, So how does that equate to actual sales? Well, the same article says that website visitors who are retargeted with display ads are 70% more likely to convert on your website. Now, um, conversions are nice. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people like conversions. and You can get an inexpensive and easy solution to increase your conversions by 70%. I think a lot of businesses would sign up for that.
0: Yeah. So do we have any general cost ideas around how much is remarketing retargeting excuse me retargeting here specifically how much are, how much is it going to cost or, or where should we start so this is a really good question and
1: we get this question a lot and the answer is very hard to say yeah. uh, because there's no real way to forecast retargeting costs um, one thing we like to look at though and base our estimations off of is how is your website traffic mm-hmm. do you have a ton of website traffic coming in monthly if so, the costs are gonna be a little bit on the lower side. But if you just started the website up, you still wanna make sure that you're using retargeting, but the cost to retarget to the small amount of people that have been cooking on your website so far, is gonna be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it is a relatively inexpensive um, marketing option for you to use. Um, this is, for those reasons, it's inexpensive and whether you're just starting a business or you've been in the game for a long while, yeah. it's gonna be a good topic a good top tactic for you to continue to grow your business.
0: Yeah. So do you think T that um, you should remarket to every single person that comes to your website? because i know you can kind of narrow it down a little bit as far as like who you want to serve ads to so what do you think as far as the best practice of you know should we just everybody that hits our website should we serve them an ad in a a retargeting ad or should we kind of qualify it down a little more
1: i think that all depends on your campaign objectives Mm -hmm, for sure um i said earlier one of the two main objectives we usually see is uh brand awareness but if that's just your, your objective, you just want people to know more about your business, then I think you can retarget to everybody that's when came to your website. However, if you wanna get a little bit more tactical with it, you wanna really push this total home clean package you have, then at that point, you kinda wanna segment your list out a little bit. You know, you wanna right. build remarketing lists that um, start collecting data and cookies just to serve people who went to certain pages who may or may not be interested in a different product from yours. Mm-hmm. So, To answer your question, sometimes, uh, sometimes that's a good idea, but it really just depends on your campaign objective. And, you know, if anybody out there listening wants to sit down and just do like a little quick strategy session on it, like what's the best way to use your marketing for my business, I'm sure if you reach out to us, we'll be willing to sit down and talk with you about that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in conclusion, I think this myth is busted. I do not think that this myth is... Um, I don't think that retargeting is exclusively best only used for retail businesses. If you do the B2B businesses or if you sell services to large corporations, um, it'll be a good tactic for you to get in front of those decision makers. Yeah, I agree.
0: Retail. It obviously makes sense for, but you other retail businesses out there, maybe give it a shot. I think as far as especially tactics goes, you can get in for relatively cheap. I mean, we're not we're not talking thousands of dollars a month. We're talking, you know, quite a bit less than that. Like T said before, it all depends on, you know, traffic to your website, but... It's definitely something to take a look at. So, hey, anybody out there, have you guys used remarketing or retargeting uh, for your non-retail business? Because we would love to know and we'd love to hear your story and if you've had success or whether you're where your issues have come in. Um, stay tuned on an upcoming episode about display ads more generally, whether they work and things. Um, but, hey, T, I think that's going to do it for today.
1: Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I was T.
0: I'm Aaron.
1: And this is Marketing and Miss